Hi, welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense. I'm your host, Vicki Baird, and today I will be doing one of the interviews that I love so much with a person that I love so much. So on the show today, we have Suze Casey, and she came into my life about mm, five years ago, maybe, somewhere in that time frame, when I was looking for something in my life to help me process through a time frame that felt like everything was just being held together with grit and spit. So, um, and I found the technique, the amazing technique for flipping the switch to positive thoughts, which is belief repatterning. And you've heard me speak about this on the show before, and now you get to hear Susan. I'm so excited. I'm a little excited about that. So she is a best-selling author, facilitator, speaker, radio show host, the list goes on and on, entrepreneur. Um, she has a master of education in learning styles and curriculum development. And if you've ever seen one of her manuals, you know that's for sure, with a minor in psychology. So the, the, that's all important, but the part of that has always been big for me is, uh, is her heart, um, because that's the part that you meet first when you meet Sue's, not all these uh, great achievements, but her heart is just right out there. So she's also coming to us from Alberta, Canada, and um, through the power of technology. So her work has greatly influenced mine um, because it not only opened up my heart, it helped, gave me a technique to work beyond the intuitive and, and fine tune my own coaching. So I always be grateful vickybear.com it's time to be your best it's time to reconnect with your first sense trust in your gut it's the real thing let's see what your future brings time to let the fun commence intuition your first sense So without further ado, I give you Suze Casey. Welcome. Thank you, Vicki. It's so lovely to be online with you and just great to see your smiling face. And thank you for all your kind words. Oh, well, absolutely. And it's been uh, quite the process and I've thoroughly enjoyed, I will readily admit that um, I use this every day. Every day of my life, I use belief repatterning. Whether I'm in session, whether I'm walking um, on the treadmill, <laughs> you know, doing my day, or when I hear that voice inside that I know isn't complimentary, um, but it's there. Um, and I'll say, okay, you could use some shifting. So can you share with us, because you will say it much more eloquently than I will. Um, what is belief repatterning? How did you come to develop this? And um, and who are you? I know, well, little questions. <laughs> All in two minutes or less. Um, where I think, I think the thing that is most important for me is the showing up as who you really are. And um, I developed the technique 30 years ago um, I know I was just a child. Um, <laughs> Way back. Yeah, I developed it because I was going through a, a really tough time in my life and um, a lot of illness and um, a lot of repeated patterns. And 
I was in a grand old pity party. Like, I'd like to say, I was like, oh, I should think positively. But it's, like, it's really hard to get to that place when you're... <laughs> and so what? one day I woke up with what I like to call the blinding flash of a slow dimmer switch mm. um, with the realization that I have a skill set. And what if I applied the skill set that I have? What if I... What if, um, you know, the Calgary Board of Education called me and said, could you develop a technique to help kids learn how to think positively? And I thought, I wouldn't say, no, I don't know how. <laughs> I would just do it. Right. And so, you know, oftentimes we'll do things for others. Um, but I realized that I had, like, the toughest student I'd ever had, and her name was Suze. Yeah. So um, I developed a way of training the subconscious mind to go to the positive as its habit so that you don't have to worry about all the other stuff that's going on because your habitual pattern is to go to the positive. And of course, when you're on the positive, you have the opportunity then to tap in to your intelligence, your creativity, your toolkit, your intuition. You can get a good idea. You can hear a good idea. You can act on a good idea. When you're on this side of the line or what I call in the, you know, in the pit, you have access to what I call the four apps, fight, flight, freeze. And the one we don't mention in, polite company but ends and with at the horse you rode in on um and and you know i, I hear so many people beating themselves up because I, I should know better it's like no when you're over here you don't know better so it's like you know so when you talk about you know intuition as your first sense what i always say to people is when you can get yourself from here over to here just try to keep the intuition out mm-hmm. you know like it, it'll start slamming you around if it really needs to get your attention the cosmic but, two by four. That's what I call yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. I remember somebody saying something about their intuition, angels coming in. Like, you got angels? Like, why don't often come with a dump truck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't hear um, the first four deliveries. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. They, they, you know, when they tickled the bell, I didn't hear it. When they rang the doorbell, I didn't get it. But like, they gonged it. Now I've got it. Yeah. Um, but the more that you can stay on this side of the line, the gentler the messages are, the clearer mm. the messages are. Mm-hmm. And so repatterning was developed by me for me, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. And I kind of sat on it for a long time, Vicky, because I thought everybody else had it figured out. It yeah. me. Yep. And I think that's another kind of telltale hallmark sign of things is, you know, I looked around and everybody I saw was had it together. Um, and, you know, and then I realized that they were kind of faking it. Faking it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Putting the and face on. Yeah. yeah, and so showing up as who you truly are, because repatterning is not, you know, sunshine lollipops and, you know, blowing rainbow hearts. It's, yeah. it's, it's not about that at all. Yeah. It's really about we have a life, there's stuff that goes on. How do you navigate it and show up as your best self, regardless of what's going on? Yeah. So I'm sure by now, uh, the listeners who, if they've listened to previous shows, can tell why we get along. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, mean, I always love the story that, that you told me when we first met. Yeah. That you, you downloaded, you know, you downloaded your favorite authors from Hay House yeah. and go for a run and you wrote for a run and you're like, who is this chick in my headphones? Um, because somebody had, was unable to make the regular time and they slotted in, slotted me in. And so, you know, I don't, I, I don't believe in coincidence. I believe I in being in sync. Yeah. And uh, I think that that was... I think the angels took great delight in putting that one together. <laughs> they did. And you know, it's really, talk about full circle. I now live, because I sold my house and moved into a condo, I now live at the exact spa where I heard that 
podcast. It's just dawning on me in this moment, right? I was right out front across from the park because when it first started playing, I was, I was walking home from, I wasn't running yet. Um, I was walking home from the office and I remember going by the park and you know, my show was geared up the one I was going to listen to. And I literally said that, who is this chick? And then there's the pause. And I'm like, who is this chick? Because I had been asking, I do believe in my angels and guides. And so I, I think mine all go, why did we agree to work with her? Um, <laughs> mine go, oh, well, let's tell her. Cause she's just crazy enough. It has, she'll just do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there is that too. If, if it scares yeah. me, I have to try it. Um, but that was exactly it because I felt intuitively, I felt that the, the gold that was in this, the gift that was in it. And I ordered the book that night and I then looked up, okay, how do I learn how to do this? Um, and can I learn how to do this in the States and, you know, the whole thing. So, uh, I was, I was thrilled to take be part of it. And then it really did fascinate me. I think the part that I loved the most was that there was so much science behind it. Because as much as I love my energy work and I believe in intuition, my brain needs science. It needs the practical, the the systems, the all of that. And it did at that time give me a grounding because there was so much to learn, which I loved because I was craving something at that point. But it also was so easy. And that my intention, I've told you this before, part of my intention in learning it is I truly want everybody on the planet walking around doing repatterning because yes, there are steps and yes, there's a um, process as you would say. And there's, there are things that, um, no, 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 no. I love it. No, I love it. Um, that, uh, (laughs) um, I'm so tired of hearing process that I, sometimes I will say to someone, why don't we just process this? And they look at me and I'm like, I'm totally borrowing this, (laughs) um, because it shifts the brain just a little bit to get them to pay attention. Um, the tricks of the trade, but the, so as you develop this, I'm imagining that you brought in this master and then the minor in psychology, as well as your own human experience. And then you created a business out of it. So then you're offering it to people and now you train others to be out there and doing it. Um, how has, how have you blended that gut sense or that intuitive sense in with all that had to go into this. Like I said, I've seen your manuals. I know there's a lot of work that goes into this. So how have you blended that? You know, that's a, that's a really interesting question. Um, I think in order to answer that, I would have to unblend it because for me, it's always about the whole. And so to try to tease out the parts of it, um, you know, and, and one of the things that I say to people is repatterning is not an and also it's, a, it's sorry, either or it's an and also yeah. like it blends with everything. It's like, yeah. it's like asking me how I blend ABC and one, two, three. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's just there. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the, the repatterning process um, <laughs> um, is really, you know, when people meet it, they go, this makes so much sense. Yeah. Well, it's because it's how we learn. 
And, you know, when we, when we learn something, we don't think, oh, I'm going to learn this and then blend it into what I know. We just take all that we know and then the new blends into it becomes part of the new normal. And I don't know if that's answering your question or not. Well, it is what... because it was kind of a trick question because I talk so much and not to trick you, but I knew I had a sense that you would go there um, because I talk so much about the first sense and the other five cents need to be blended. We, they all need to work together. And yes, there's some developing of the intuition, but it's already there. So could you, I have purposefully not done an episode on repatterning until I had you on the horn. It was, okay. it was very conscious because I wanted you to explain the, the process of belief repatterning. So could you give us, and I know from doing it for so many years and being on the receiving end of it, um, for so many years that it goes very deep, but could you give us a, a synopsis so people who aren't familiar with uh, the belief repatterning could get a kind of a, an idea? Sure. Um, and I'm imagining you're talking about the seven steps. I am. Okay. Because there's two aspects to repatterning. One is tips and techniques that you can use right away. They're super simple. That'll help train the subconscious. And the other is the seven steps. Um, and the two blend together. <laughs> so there's seven steps. And, you know, I used to always start out um, by saying with all due respect to people like Louise Hay, who teach affirmations, they're missing some steps. Yeah. And, and I truly believe that that's why Hay House contacted me is because I kept saying that kind of stuff. Like I wasn't sitting there going, oh, you know, Hay House needs to contact me. It was more that I really respected the people mm -hmm. who were saying, create affirmations. I really respected the people who said, it's just a choice, just make a choice. But I'm like, there's some steps before that that need to be taken. And as an educator, I know that you start where people are and then move them. Mm -hmm. And you can't kind of start them here if they're sitting here. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, so what's the very first step? And I thought, you know, the very first step is acknowledging the ick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you, you shove it under the rug, it's going to show up again. And so the first step is forgiveness and it's forgiveness of yourself. It's not forgiveness of anybody else for doing anything, although if you want to, you can, but it's really about acknowledging for yourself. And so like my very favorite forgiveness statement, and there's tons of them, it's conversational, but I'll give you, you know, the canned one that I, is my very favorite. And that is, I forgive myself for believing that the way things have been mm -hmm. is the way they have to stay. Mm-hmm. And then breathe it in. Now, what happens with that forgiveness statement is that it opens the door to your learning, which is you're wired to do. But it's all of a sudden, the brain goes, oh, there's something new coming. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then the second stage I call permission. So forgiveness is like this, like, oh, I can't believe I did this. Permission is like starting to peek out through. And it really is about giving yourself permission to try on something new. So it would be something like I give myself permission to open up to a new way of being. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing a very generic. Yes, yeah. I appreciate it. So that's the first step is forgiveness. The second step is permission. The third step is now choice, mm -hmm. which is where people say, well, just make a choice. That's my and, favorite one. <laughs> and choice is really put the two beside each other. So put the feeling of what you want in you know, one hand and the feeling of what you're stuck in in the other hand, I'm just going to tip this a little bit so you can see my hands without me like, um, and, and kind of go, I could feel this and I have every right to, or I could feel this and I also have a right to that. And which one do I want? So I can stay in the ick 
um, and have things be the same, or I can open to a new way of being. I can't do both at the same time. So I choose, which one do I choose? Well, every time you're going to choose this one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those, hmm, do I want frozen pizza or fresh? You know, yeah. like, it's a no brainer. And so you choose. Now, choice is what I call the line. Okay. And there's this side of the line that drains you and this side of the line that supports you. It's not bad and good. It's exactly this is less of who you are and this is more of who you are. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. And so choice gets you there. So is that the kind of thing that you want me to do? I mean, go on with the next four steps. Yeah. All right. Then. So then, you know, invariably when you make a choice, there is what I call the yeah, but rabbit shows up and goes, yeah, but how are we going to do that? And so the next stage is freedom. And that's really where you say you try it on. Okay, now here's where most people really um, find challenge in their lives is that they try to try it on in the hardest place possible. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between eeny beeny and huge. So let's try it on in an eeny beeny, easy to do, hands down, no problem way. So I am free to open up to a new way of being today when I have salad for lunch instead of soup or something that's just like super simple that's you know when i choose to turn left and then right instead of right and then left Mm -hmm. on my way to pick up the kids at school or whatever something that's a habitual thing that you can just make easy change with Mm -hmm. so the freedom is really about trying it on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay then comes affirmation which is like (laughs) i call this from the fawn stage because like i already got this one Mm -hmm. i already know this one it's like right because affirmation Again, all due respect to all the people who have taught fabulous things about affirmations. They're so important and they're so powerful. But if you're standing up saying something that you know is not true, right. a monkey in your head is going to go liar, liar, pants on fire and put you right back down here again. Exactly. And then that's what you're going to manifest. Mm-hmm. And so affirmation needs to be true. It needs to be real. And it needs to evoke the feeling. Right. Okay? So um, I had a great one the other day when we were doing one of our uh, introductory sessions and one of the practitioners said I know what it feels like to be in my learning space it happened when I was on a hill in my standard and I got I got it going forward yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah yes. I know that one exactly <laughs> well anybody that's done that it's like bang you're there yeah. right so that's what affirmation is about is to create that feeling and then the 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 next um stage is surrender and surrender is really where you surrender into the new way so it is like i am good at learning i like being in my learning zone Mm -hmm. okay so that would be the i am statement Mm -hmm. Um, and at that point in time you know if the monkey in your head comes up or the yabbit rabbit shows up then you just recycle back with whatever it says so if it goes oh well you didn't do very well then you recycle back through because it's a conversation. And so I'm giving it to you in a very linear way. Then the final stage is gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually doesn't have to be the final stage. It can go anywhere in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and always needs to be at the end. I'm so grateful to my, to myself yeah. for moving through this. And when you, when you really know you've done it well is that you can say, and I'm grateful to that icky situation for reminding me to be more of who I am Mm -hmm. and that is and then you can reinforce it again and so that's just a really quick blast through the seven steps so forgiveness permission choice freedom affirmation surrender gratitude thank you thank you because it's I feel like when people know that there are um there's a structure but there's also to use one of your steps freedom 
um, to navigate through them. Because I know myself, when I'm working with myself or with someone else, uh, I can feel, I use a lot of my own intu intuition to feel where they are because sometimes, you know, that we ha we're pretty good at fibbing to ourselves. So, and, and being with a practitioner who is savvy in that, like any other modality, it helps you to, to go deeper, to realize, to have those moments where you realize, oh, I really do rock this. One of my favorite lines statements that I learned from you was, um, I am learning. I use that so much with myself because I'm kind of tough on me. Um, and I know that. <laughs> so I use that a lot though. I will say, well, I'm, I'm learning how to navigate this computer program or I'm learning the ins and out of podcasting and, or I'm learning how to be in relationship again. You know, all of these things. I think it's such a gentle, sweet way for someone to, um, ease into, cause to your point, the brain knows how to learn. Um, well, number one, you're wired to stay alive. Yeah. Okay, which automatically puts you on this side of the line, yeah. right? Because what could get me, all right? Yeah. But number two, you're wired to learn, yeah. which automatically puts you on this side of the line because yeah. it's full of possibility. Yeah. And so it's about enacting that number two, you know, thing that's wired into us, which is to learn. Like, just try not to learn. You can't. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's possible. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's really interesting because I, I heard you say something. I, just, I really have to comment on it because you said... Um, you know, we fib to ourselves. Yeah. And actually, it's not fibbing. What it is, is you're just replaying the pattern that you've already told yourself. Great point. Absolutely great point. Okay. So when you say it's fibbing, then you're putting yourself over here. But if you if you notice it and you go, oh, that's the old story. Exactly. That is so 2018. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just not part of who I am. Right. And now I get to have something, I get to learn something new. It's like, wow, it just opens the doors up. Thank you. Thank you. I have mentioned, uh, and I've actually paused in some of my podcasts when I catch myself doing that or saying something, I'm like, hang on, this is in the moment. This is when you catch it. There's no judgment. There's no shame or blame. This is the rewiring of my, my brain, my subconscious, and I'm going to do it right here, right now while you're listening to me. Absolutely. Uh, because that is the practice, right? It's, there's not a, a quick fix that happens, but I'll tell you, this stuff is fast. Um, okay. So, <laughs> well, I also like to let people know because people are like, when am I going to be done? Uh, you're not a butterball yeah. turkey. You don't have a little thing that pops up. And goes, you know, yeah. <laughs> it is a it's a process of leveling up, continual leveling up, and and you know, I love when those moments come up for me, and I know that you also really love them because it's like it's like oh yes. Yeah, evidence I'm moving forward, enjoying the direction I wanted to. Here's this old yeah. thing coming up again. Instead of like the, uh, you know, yeah. take those things that have been those stumbling blocks and you transform them and they become like the paving stones. They become mm -hmm. the four-lane highway. Mm -hmm. um, the very thing that has been in your face bugging you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just embracing it and loving it for what it is because it's moving you toward. It, and and toward enjoyment or whatever your toward is. It doesn't have to be somebody else's toward. So we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, I would love if you could help myself and the listeners um, to 
maybe set a little bit of an idea of how you could use belief-free patterning and setting an intention for the new year, the new decade that we're going into that's so stinking exciting. Yes, the energy's a little berserk right now, but we'll be fine. Um, <laughs> so we'll be right back. You're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicki? Book your own phone or video session online at vickybaird.com booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicki's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority advanced scheduling. Book today at vickybaird.com booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free and there is a creation tool right inside the app and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. So welcome back. Uh, we are fortunate enough to have Suze Casey um, from the Belief-Free Patterning process. process. Um, we got to think of other ways to say it in other countries so we can just like keep going with the list. Um, and, she, and so before the break, I had kind of put you on the spot about helping us set an intention because I am, I am very aware of the uh, choose a word for the day that you have suggest that you follow, that you do. Um, and I'd like to give our listeners a little bit of a diving board into next year. If they're not already in this practice, like let's start the year off uh, in celebration <laughs> and, and how to do that. So how would you suggest someone if they've not set an intention first of all what is an intention um in your from your perspective and how would you go about setting one okay so you know intention i think for most people is around a do Mm. i would say successful intentions are around a be so Mm -hmm. how do i want to be not do i what not what do i want to do this year but how do I want to be this year? How do I want to become more of Suze Casey this year? What are the finest points of me that I can expand and increase and, and grow? Um, and, you know, this comes right out of my, my teaching background. Is like I used to sit and watch teachers with kids having challenges, give them more of what they were challenged at. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Give them, find out what they're good at. Give them more of that. That will then build their, and then everything rises up. Right. And so it's not about do, it's about be. So um, that would be my first, my first, how do you want to be this year? So I always set a word of intention daily. I shouldn't say always, but a little month away, not every day, but just about every day. Mm-hmm. Um, 
tell when I haven't because the day kind of goes sideways. Um, I set intention for meetings. I set intention how I want to feel in that. And so then I, I like to choose a word for how do I want to feel in 2020. Now, for me, um, I haven't got there yet because I usually, it's a process that happens between, for me, between the solstice and the new year. But as I'm just saying this out loud, I just got, boom, just jumped in and went, what about clarity? I mean, we're into 2020, like, let's have 2020 vision. Right. um, So that, you know, that might be that for me, um, that, you know, let let things drop in. But another way of setting it, um, again, a lot of people set New Year's resolutions and they set them from their deficit. Right. Instead, what I would suggest is, you know, set 10 minutes on your timer and fold up a piece of paper into six places, six pieces, like six sections and label them, you know, today, this week, um, last month, you know, um, last three months, last year, lifetime or whatever. Just give yourself six different categories of time and then set the timer for 10 minutes and write down accomplishments. Mm hmm. In each of those things and make sure that you've got a couple in each one of those boxes just break down your accomplishments for some people the lifetime accomplishments will be easier than what did i do today mm-hmm. but you know getting up getting dressed and brushing your teeth are accomplishments thank you they are <laughs> they're totally accomplishments. sometimes they're the ones that we could spend a little bit more time celebrating yes absolutely i mean when we're teaching a child to brush their teeth what do we say Yay. good job <laughs> You know, start doing that with yourself because that's going to start raising your vibe up. That's a whole nother conversation. But, you know, in terms of setting intention, start with your accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And then how does it feel when you look at those accomplishments? Mm-hmm. What's the feeling of it? And then from that feeling, which is going to be here, mm-hmm. set your intention of how do I want to feel? Mm-hmm. What what feelings do I you know really want to explore this year? Um how do I want my year to be? And then what's really lovely is that that becomes your guiding force when you don't know what to do. It's how do you want to be? And it'll, so mine one last year was harmony. And so whenever I was in one of those, I would go, okay, where's the harmony here for me? How do I create harmony? How do I bring harmony to this? And it was just a lovely guiding post for the whole year. Um, and so, you know, that's, that, yeah. Does that give people enough to... Oh, absolutely. And I love the idea. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of going and getting what we've done well. Uh, because again, if you're going to create patterns, we may as well create the patterns of support. And the ones of, I love saying, go me. Um, one of my clients says, yay me, when, um, when we arrive in something. And she's like, hey, I did that. And did could be that I talk nicely to myself. Um, you know, so we, we have a moment of yay me in there. So I love the idea of uh, um, like um, almost memorializing it and spending a moment with it and appreciation of self before moving into the new year. Before. Well, I, know, I just, I'm just looking at the couple of notes that I took when you were mentioning that. I mean, we are in a new decade. Mm-hmm. So why not have one of those little, and, and I mean, that's why I say take a piece of paper, fold it in six. So you're not like, you're not looking for like pages here. You're just jotting down what comes to mind. But I would put, what are my accomplishments in the last decade? Yeah. yeah. What did I do in the last 10 years? Because that's mind blowing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In, in, in like the most explosive and when I mean mind blowing, it's like it opens up the possibilities because I mean, if you had told me 10 years ago that I was going to be a Hay House author, mm-hmm. that I was going to meet people all around the world like yourself, that I was, I would have just gone, what? 
<laughs> but it was not on my radar at all. Um, but when you focus on how you want to be, then when surprises come up, yeah, when when things show up that might seem like they're you know hard that you're fighting against, there's something that you can then go. You know what? How do I want to be around this? Yeah. If I want to be in harmony. That's automatically going to transform that, and then it's going to help me become more of who I really am. And you know, for me, that's always the you know, if I can show up more of myself today than I did yesterday, touchdown. Yeah, because in in the totality of it, talk about the blend, uh, we are here as our own individual souls and then connecting with others. So I believe that it's part of our contract with ourselves to arrive in whatever is the greatest expression. I don't believe in the best self because I don't think we can actually get there. Um, because just when we get there, some, something, yeah, it keeps, it keeps growing. It's so exciting. Uh, yeah. So uh, thank you. I know you have to uh, get to one of your amazing clients. So I'm good. Okay. Because I really want to just underline that intuition as your first sense. Oh, thank you. Because it really, you know, as a little baby, you didn't have sight very well. Yeah. You know, you didn't have control over touch. Like, you didn't have a lot of those things. You did have what you were feeling inside. Mm -hmm. And allowing those feelings to be pure and on this side of the line. Mm -hmm. You know, when people tell me they get intuitive hits about this, I'm like, okay, that's a fear. Right. Um, get yourself over here right. and make sure, then, then you can look back at it. Because once you're over here, you can look back at it and go, yeah, okay, that's a legit fear. Right, right. This is something that needs to be addressed. Um, it's definitely in there. But intuition won't speak to you in fearful tones. Um, you might get a nudge that you have to deal with something. That, yes. that then creates a fearful expression within yourself because, or, yeah. right, right. So um, it, it, I, I agree. I mean, obviously I agree. It's your first sense. I named the podcast that. Um, I appreciate you affirming that and, and helping, again, the listeners to draw that uh, connection so that we are walking around as whole beings. Um, and that we are bringing whatever our, you know, zippity doodah is out into the world because that's exciting to me that we all have very different stuff. And, uh, I, and I truly believe that when we all show up with our, and I'm going to borrow that one because I love it, when we all show up with our zippity doodah, um, <laughs> it works. It does. It works. It and does. when the world starts to break down is when we're coming from fear, doubt, lack, worry, all that kind of stuff, and we're withdrawing then we're not getting guidance from um, from others. We're not getting, you know, what, however that looks for anybody. Sure. Um, we're not we're not attending to the feelings, you know. Um, so, like, I like to say that the feeling that you know, think about the feeling of anticipation when somebody that you really love is coming in on an airplane, or it's Christmas Eve. That if that was good for you as a child, that, that that anticipation, feel that feeling in your gut, and then feel the feeling of hmm. Fear. Mm -hmm. And fear and excitement are pretty much the Very same close. feeling. The difference is what travels between here and here. And if you go, oh, yay, then it becomes excitement. If you go, oh, then it yeah. becomes fear. Right. And 
you know, so that in, intuition, being able to name the feelings, try on different feelings so that you know which ones are you. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody's, everybody's got different, different, you know, hierarchy of what the feelings are. Exactly. It's, and, and the understanding of how you receive and how you um, understand, to use your word, your own emotion. Like when I'm teaching a, a, a class on how to develop intuition, I, I had teachers in the past who I didn't stay with because they told me I had to read or I had to learn my intuitive sense the same way they did. And I, and I have never said that to anyone who studied with me because I just don't believe that. You bring your own unique wiring to this situation and, you know, you might love red and I might see red as fear. So we have to truly understand our own dictionary. Um, and with that, our emotional dictionary and how our, how does each emotion resonate? And that's also one of the reasons that I love belief repatterning so much because it, if, if you people have not, I'm going to put links to everything, but the, the, um, 999 words to raise your vibration and it did, there's a bunch of stuff in the store i'll put i'll put the the links in um they they encapsulate that in when you can't find the word when you like a lot of the times someone will say to me i'm very mad and my intuitive sense because i've i've honed it over the years will be will be right. you know I, oftentimes i'll say to them uh could there be sad in there it, i can f i i i'll honor that if you think you're mad uh, but i have just this such a feeling of sadness and then the tears start to flow right because they may not have been allowed to feel sad or have the connection to their own emotion yet that they can name it, but but for me anyway, by tapping into my natural wiring and my empathic nature, and then combining the structure and the teaching of belief repatterning, it just took it to an exponential level in helping me on helping me mm, have more um, synonyms for people. You know, and being able to reflect, um, feel what they're going through and then reflect to them so that they can decide um, whether that's true or not. And like you said before, people are in the practice of, I don't think they want to be, but they're in the practice of faking it. But then once people find out how juicy, how fun feeling things, even those that might seem like they're on the low side of the line, that that's just information. Like that, that's something to point you in the direction of coming up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, this way, ding dong. It's like my, you know, it's like the GPS, right? Recalculating. I'm, I want to give you the correct route, <laughs> uh, but why did you take that ramp? Okay. Let's, let's see if we can get back on the highway. Recalculate. Yeah. yeah. It's now going to take you 17 minutes instead of 13, but it's okay. We'll get you there in 17. Absolutely. Yeah, you're Absolutely. And I think it's a really good message in terms of, you know, the new decade and the new year. It's, it's you know, it's it's a moment in time. Yeah. 
and every moment is a moment in time. Yes. And you know, it's like if you if you wake up on the second of January and go, oh, I forgot to send, do it then. Right. Like, you know, because because time is just a construct. Um, the little, you know, I, I, you know, some of your listeners may remember that you know the whole world was going to come to an end twenty years ago I when we twentieth century. Um, 21st century, I mean, into the 2000s, um, to whatever, 2000, you know what I mean? Yeah, those, those zeros. Yeah, and then, and then it just kind of flipped over, and, you know, you've got this million, well, maybe not this million, but got lots mm-hmm. of tiny moments, mm-hmm. and so in this moment, how do you want to be? Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's really the message for me, is in this moment, how do I want to be, and then how do I put all those moments together then to create a year that when it is this time next year, I look back on 2020 and I go, look at, yeah. look at all of them. Yeah. Wow. I really showed up as me and I didn't show up as me there, but man, it taught me how important it is to show up as me. And next time I had a do over and I, you know, that, it's, it's all about learning. Exactly. And, and in that showing up as, as yourself, you can catch that mid-year too. I just had one last night where I had the opportunity. I could have taken a different route. And I walked to my car after an interaction and I walked to my car and I was like, you did well, girl. You did very well. Because a few months ago, although I would have still been polite, there would have something been going on inside my head and it just wasn't there. You know, it was like, oh, this is so good to see this person. And then I'm just going to walk to my car. And then when I got in the car, I was like, Ah, oh, sweet. Because there's, you know, when you put these moments together, you also get the acknowledgement of those moments. So it's a very big buy one, get one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, and so, you're building a relationship with yourself, body, yeah. mind, spirit. Yeah, which and, then enhances the relationships with others. So thank you. It's, it's, it's about blending, isn't it? Um, thank you so much. I appreciate And of course, I will have you back on because... Goodness knows Anytime. we can talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's always such a blast to talk with you. And and, um, and thank you so much for the work that you're doing and helping people recognize that they have gifts. Absolutely. And, you know, they, they, they may not be wrapped up in pretty wrapping paper or ribbons, but yeah. they are gifts. Yeah. And if it's not looking like a gift, probably just a really big disguise. Yeah. And, and, and it's, um, it's, it's important to be appreciative of the gift seeking process too, because eh, could be other things inside those little boxes. So how can we get in touch with you? How can people find you? Beliefrepatterning.com. So B E L I E F like Frank R E the word pattern P A T T E R N I N G.com. If that's just too much of a challenge, try Suze Casey, S-U-Z-E-C-A-S-E-Y.com. Um, you know, if you, if you mm. put Suze Casey into Google, I'm the first about half million hits. Thank you, Hay House. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, pretty easy to find. And um, if, the, if the person who responds isn't saying process, um, you know you don't have a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I will, of course, link everything uh, in the, the podcast notes to make it easier if someone's listening or watching this video. And I jump on any of the websites, there's always a place to sign up to the, the newsletters. And so I'm re, um, reissuing all of the Hey House uh, recordings that I, I did know. and all of the con- uh, con- 
Contact Talk Radio, uh, radio shows that I did. Because I just went, you know what, there's some good stuff in here. Maybe people would like to listen to them again. And so that's all available. And super excited because we're launching the Flip Your Switch virtual um, in 2020. Nice. Sign up, people. (laughs) People say when, and I'm like, in 2020. Yeah. When? In 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. It's it's what got me through in the door and a little bit addicted. So it's a good addiction. Um, So thank you. Thank so you. Welcome. All the best to you and yours for the holiday you. season. And just, you know, remember, be show up as you. Yeah. It's, and I'm telling you that I'm telling the listeners that because I know you already know. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the reminder's great for myself as well. So thank you so much. VickiBear.com. It's time to be your best. It's time to reconnect with your first sense. Trust in your gut, it's the real thing. Let's see what your future brings. Time to let the fun commence. Intuition, your first sense. Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at VickiBaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.